Welcome to the Fifth Pillar, a podcast where we bring on guests from the University of Valley Forge to talk about different relatable subjects. We are your hosts, Ben Daniel and Danielle Horn, and today we are so excited that we have two guests on with us today. We have Caleb Hatfield and Hangry Jake, also known as <laughs> Jacob Ebersol. How are you guys doing today? I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a good day. No, I'm doing. I'm doing good. Doing it's been good a good day. day. Yeah. Rough start good. to the morning, but I'm here and I'm having a good day now. That's oh, awesome. Good. That's good to hear. Yeah. Well, we are going to talk about a bunch of different things, but since you guys are both on UVF worship, we're going to mainly just talk about worship. Uh, when you guys are leading worship on stage, um, how do you continue to stay in an atmosphere of worship for yourselves while you are leading a group or congregation? Um. I know for myself, it's easy to get caught up in what I have to do next with like playing or like the next song, the next transition, whatever it is. But I find for myself that practicing beforehand and like taking care of knowing what I need to do beforehand gives me the mental space to just like play and, and do what I need to do in a serving manner while also freeing up my mind to be able to like just a little a little more than I normally would just like invest in and like just be present in the moment and see what God is doing in my life and and like really just spend that time worshiping him um not just through my gifts but also through just like being in the moment and seeing how God is moving in like the room and in just the congregation you know no yeah I definitely have to agree with Caleb there on like kind of like being prepared I know I used to not really kind of like honor that in a sense of like being prepared beforehand I kind of just like went through the motions I'm like it is what it is you know like at the end of the day God is getting glorified but um, there's something like when we um, prepare to be excellent in that that when we get on that stage to lead that we don't have to worry about things than when we're on stage and that leaves the door open for us to be more focused and more sensitive to the Holy Spirit and I know for me especially like when leading as being like a worship leader and being a vocalist on that team it's I try to lead with my eyes open in a little in the sense of making sure I'm seeing what the Holy Spirit is kind of doing in the room because I know like sometimes if you have your eyes closed the entire time you can kind of miss and sense like what the holy spirit is trying to do um through the congregation that you're leading or if you're at an event and it's like students and stuff because sometimes there's moments where the holy spirit just wants you to bring it down and kind of like be quiet in that moment and you can sense that by even looking out and seeing what's going on yeah yeah i I know you guys travel a lot for uvf worship so i was just wondering if you guys have any funny stories that or uh, some funny interactions with people while traveling? So, I have a weird disorder, I guess you could call it. Um, I sleep talk often. It got to a point where my teammates started to write them down. <laughs> and we have a quotes list. So, under my name in our quotes list, like our shared note, I have like solid five or six quotes mm-hmm. from me being asleep. Bro, this, is, this one's good. Um, so it says in like quotations asleep, I want to get into pottery, (laughs) dot, 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 but it would never work out. (laughs) (laughs) Very sad, bro. 
I still do want to get into podcasting. <laughs> I just haven't made the choice. Like, I haven't taken the steps to. It will work out. You just have really? to get into it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Christine, first of all. <laughs> Who is Christine? <laughs> I don't know. But I growled at someone named Christine in my sleep. I think from that same quotes list, we have one from you that says, <clears throat> I think this was after a service. We were, like, sitting around like just kind of like debriefing mm-hmm. and you went the lord really did a good job tonight so kudos to him <laughs> <laughs> which is you know yeah. not wrong no. but like you know, kudos know. to god kudos you know? to god yeah <laughs> bro i have another one we were we were talking i think we were at ohio and we were out by our um table after service but there was some people praying out in like the lobby I don't know who I was talking to. I think you were talking to Sheridan. I, okay, I, yeah. And I go, shh, they're having a Jesus moment. Shut the heck quiet. <laughs> um, <but> yeah. <laughs> Spelling. Spelling's not my Words thing. aren't your thing. No, they're not my thing. Or colors. <laughs> or colors. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a rough time being, <laughs> being in my shoes. <laughs> being being colorblind? Yeah, yeah. Hangry? Bad at spelling. Yeah. <laughs> Just bad with words hey, hey, general. hey. This is not bully Jacob. <laughs> so sorry. So sorry. It's UBF worship podcast, you know, talking about worship. Yeah. I take it back. So moving on to a more serious question. When you guys are on tour in the summer, you guys go to a lot of different places, so I'm sure it can get pretty tiring. So how do you guys balance, like, maybe facing some exha- exhaustion and stress with, with leading worship for um, different groups of people? Um, so my first year, I was so excited to like jump in and like get started with everything that as soon as we got to the camps, I was like, I was a part of as much as I could. Like I was doing so much. Um, and like I was giving it my all every single night. So by the time we reached our like third week, I was so exhausted that like, I just did not have it in me anymore. Um, and so I realized that like, that week that I was so exhausted, I wasn't giving that camp the amount of energy that I needed to. And I felt this like a lot of like weight and like guilt about like not being as present as I could have been. Um, and so going into this past summer, I made sure to just like try to pace myself as much as I could. So getting into camps and being a part of the community and being a part of it is important, but also taking time to rest and to just like even if it's not sleeping or taking a nap, like I would go back to my room and I would just sit on like the recliner that was in our room and I would like just rest. I would just like have some quiet time to myself so that going into services and going into those moments where I need to give more energy, I had like the energy to be able to give and I would pace myself throughout the summer so that over time, obviously I was getting tired, but I had the energy to keep expending and I wasn't burnt out by the third week. No, yeah, I think, like, over the summer especially, it's, like, key to try and find those moments where we can kind of get by ourselves. Even, like, I know, like, even if you're not an introvert and you're an extrovert and that's how you recharge with, like, being around people, like, you're around people 24-7 on, like, our summer tour. So um, it's very key to, like, find those, like, moments where you can, like, still get away from people because it's not only you're just like it's good for yourself but it's also good for your spirit to kind of like get refocused with um like 
that service like for like that night at like mm-hmm. ahead that night like yeah. getting ready like spiritually getting prepped mentally getting prepped too i know for me bus time like i'm an introvert so like <laughs> the bus was like my introvert time i would i'd put on my airpods put on like music that i wanted to listen to and uh, i know my first year we were i was in the back of the bus so i i'd get my pillow i knock out just like that like mm-hmm. literally like five minutes yeah. of the ride i'm out mouth wide open like snoring <laughs> like but um that's just kind of like how i recharge and mm-hmm. how i was able to kind of like get reset especially going on from like camp to camp or from church to church but it's, it's those key moments of trying to find alone right. time is it, it's it's very limited but they're very rewarding <laughs> and when we're out of camp it's like wake up at 8 a.m yeah and we're going back to bed at like 12 12 30 even one sometimes and so like we're getting that little sleep and so like even with that like it's hard to find time to spend time with jesus right. i'll be honest it mm-hmm. really is and when we're on this, like when we're traveling so much doing ministry, like you need Jesus, you know? So whenever you can find those moments, like even if it's throughout the day, like if you have a break, something or like that, just like going and spending some time with him Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. because we can't be doing ministry on an empty tank. You know, Um, we were serving, pouring into people, but we need to get poured into ourselves. And so it's just trying to find those moments of where we can, Right. Get refocused, recentered with Jesus, and just kind of like dwell with Him a little bit. Right. But yeah. That's really good. Okay, my question is not as serious. <laughs> um, have you guys <laughs> ever got the nature's call while <laughs> on stage? Um, so yeah. last week, um, God really moved in like a powerful way, mm-hmm. and I think like the events that are happening in Kentucky at Asbury and just all across the nation have really inspired like this like passionate like this like real intimate and like real desire for worship and like Mm -hmm. being in the presence of god and we experienced some of that as well last week um and we were the team that was on for chapel so we got up at like 10 45 to do altar call like normal during chapel um and then we were just up there for a while and at some point between like 11 30 and like one o'clock my stomach was just grumbling Partially because all I had that morning was a donut and a Red Bull. Um, (laughs) The other part of it is, like, (laughs) I was just hungry. I was tired. Like, there's a lot of factors into why I might have been feeling that way. But it was just so powerful. Like, that moment was just awesome. And there was one song. I don't remember what song we were doing. But, like, I started jumping. Like, I just, like, God is really moving. And so I'm, like, bouncing. And so, like, I jumped a few times. But as I, like hit the ground i let out just a rank fart it was was bad and i felt so bad and so i was like should i tell my entire team through the microphone in front of me because like i'm like i'm MDing, so i have the mic in front of me so i'm like should i just say something so everyone's warned or should i like just turn to the person closest to me so i was like you know i'm just gonna save myself the embarrassment i'm just gonna tell Allie because i don't want her to be like what's that smell (laughs) and like we have to keep our composures like like we need to maintain like professionalism up there so I like I I was like Allie come here Allie come here and I pulled her over and I was like I'm so sorry like I'm so sorry and she's like why and I was like I'm sorry I accidentally farted and she goes oh oh <laughs> because she just smelled it <laughs> so she had to like step away from me and that was like it was hilarious the worst part about it though was that 
after we got off the stage, after like my entire team, like after we all like tapped out, and we were like, well, like, let's kind of let somebody else like eight step in for later. us. Like eight hours later, we're sitting in the hallway. And in front of the entire team, Allie goes, can we discuss that <laughs> nasty fart that you let out on stage? <laughs> and everyone was like, what? What fart? Bro, I remember that. <laughs> so she outed me in front of the whole team. So I probably should have just said it into the yeah. mic. But you know what? You live and you learn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's some good farting stories. <laughs> I feel I feel bad for backline because the vocalists, <laughs> we'd be doing you dirty sometimes. So our next questions are regarding a few worship songs. Ooh. Particularly lyrics of some worship songs, and I just want to hear like your opinions on them. You know, mm-hmm. what you think. So the first one is a good song called "How He Loves." Ah, yeah. I love this one. Mhm. And there's a lyric that goes, "So heaven meets earth, like a like a sloppy kiss. wet kiss." Thank you, Danielle. So. What? What um I know you two have different <coughs> opinions. Oh on, my gosh. Sorry. Yo, I didn't even <laughs> say sorry. anything. Yet, I, know, yo. I know you have different opinions on the lyrics and what you think they should be, but why don't you guys give a little a little case for your um reason why you think Me. Take it away. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we'll we'll follow up. Okay. So as many of you know, um if you don't know, I'm on the side of unforeseen. Now, I want to make this clear. It's not what is the original lyric. I know the original lyric is Sloppy Wet, written by John Mark McMillan. But I prefer Unforeseen when I'm leading this song. And this is, and I'll, I'll explain why. Um, so when, when I think of that lyric, so the lyric is, heaven meets earth like a sloppy wet kiss. Um, to me, if I'm like sitting in a congregation and like, if I'm like a new believer or an unbeliever, and I hear, heaven meets earth like a sloppy wet kiss, I'm gonna do a double take and do, <laughs> what the heck are these crazies singing about? Um, That's a good point. So, so, so in my mind, because as a worship leader, like kind of, that's kind of like what's going through my mind as mm-hmm. a worship leader. I want to make sure I am singing something that's not confusing for anyone, whether it's an elder or a new believer or an unbeliever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why I sing. So that kind of leads me into singing unforeseen. Mm-hmm. But another big reason on why I sing unforeseen is because to me, the love of God is unforeseen to me. And in, in a sense of like, if I want to get a little personal here, um, we all have our own testimonies. And so I know for me, I tried my hardest to run away from the love of God and like I didn't want anything to do with it, but his love kept running after me and it kind of hit me unexpectedly. And, and then like in that moment, like things kind of like clicked for me and like I grew up in church my entire life, but things started to click and I started to see things clearly. And it was because of his love that kind of like came out of nowhere, kind of hit me on the side of the head, you know, Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's just like, oh my gosh, like, his love is so real and he loves me for who I am no matter what. And it doesn't matter what I've done. So that's kind of like why I would prefer to sing, sing unforeseen because I don't see God as a sloppy wet kiss. If I'm going to be real. It just like, <laughs> it really throws me off. But I like at the end of the day, I give respect to anyone who wants to sing that very confidently <laughs> as I know yeah. some people have sung it 
with their whole hearts. And passion. <laughs> with it's a passion. Happy with kids. So, you know, yeah. But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my side. So, Caleb, take it away. I think sloppy wet kiss is where it's at Mm -hmm. because for me unforeseen makes me uncomfortable Mm -hmm. because it makes it seem like we don't know what's coming Mm -hmm. and it's like what do you mean by that to me that just like makes me a little like whoa let's slow down here like same thing like if i'm in if i'm a new believer and i'm in a church and everyone's like heaven meets earth like an unforeseen kiss i'm like why are we singing about like heaven coming and heaven meeting us here, but saying like it's an unforeseen kiss? Like it, it, to me, that just is like we like let's be observant. Now I will say, sloppy wet is a little uncomfortable too, yeah. because <laughs> thinking about like what a sloppy wet kiss is is just a little weird. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that one kind of I personally agree with that a little bit more because mm-hmm. it feels more like adequate to kind of show what we're singing about like if we're talking if we're equating heaven meeting earth to a kiss it's like it's so much bigger and so much more than what you'd expect and so mm-hmm. like you you think of a kiss it's a little a little a little peck but you think of like a slappy wet kiss and it's just like that's a lot mm-hmm. but that's what i think that's what uh, i don't even remember the guy's name but i think that's what the original author is trying to get at is like yeah heaven coming down is not going to be like a little Mm. like just a little bit of something it's going to be so much more than what you would anticipate and expect and i think that that's i mean it's a little comical like sloppy wet kiss but that i think that's part of the intent as well i i really like that yeah i like the worship leader side of me is still like like you would need to explain Mm -hmm. that yeah absolutely so like I think either one of them talking about a kiss in a worship song using that kind yeah, of comparison, like an unforeseen kiss might make you a little, uh, nobody wants yeah. an unforeseen yeah. kiss, you right, know, yeah. and a sloppy wet kiss, you, you probably yeah. don't want that either. But I think yeah. it's like the imagery behind yeah. it and comparing it to God's love and how, like how heaven meets mm-hmm. earth. I think you, like you even said, like equating heaven coming down to like a kiss in itself is, I feel like that's where there should the conversation yeah. be. Like we should be talking about like, what's a better way of equating like, heaven coming to earth than a kiss but if it had to be a kiss i feel like sloppy wet is kind of like i i i i'm gonna throw out another word i've been hearing a lot i put up a poll the uh actually yesterday for this and i got a couple dms about passionate like they've they've sung passionate and i actually like after like taking some time like okay you don't you don't even like passionate no you think that's worse than all three like than the other two that makes me so uncomfortable because like because the other ones aren't really like romantic yeah passionate, passionate you you know okay. it definitely makes oh, yeah. it a little like <laughs> you know yeah okay I, I get that i get that i get that <laughs> i i think last night someone threw out a uh, french kiss heaven needs like a passionate french kiss <laughs> That's that's what we're gonna change yeah. the lyric to. Uh, I think no that's where it should be. Uh, I think that's what Solomon would have. That. <laughs> yeah, so I, like, I'm that, pretty sure that's in there. Like <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure John Mark McMillan was was getting some getting some inspiration from Song of Solomon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, that's really all the questions we have. So we really appreciate having you guys Thank on. Thank you guys. For I think it was a really good here. conversation. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Okay. <laughs> Hey, boo, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, get it. Pooch. Alright, thank you. That's the outro right there.